1: Hi, this is Amir, and this is also Amir, and you are listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast, life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy!
0: I'm
1: excited but scared. Why are you excited but scared? Because it's the king's coronation. <laughs> <laughs> Delete it. No, his royal highness. How Go. do you feel? Uh, by the way, hi, everybody. Welcome to the You Don't Love Me Boys podcast, where we talk about whatever we want because it's our podcast.
0: It is. And, and not your jo-
1: not, not yours, Josephine. T. T.
0: And we are recording May's episodes before we fly out to America. Yeah. Just so you know the timeline, because, you know, we're going to be very busy people over there.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought you would just, you know, entertain the masses, of course. How do I feel about the King's Coronation? Mm. Well,
1: we won't be here. Uh, and we'll have landed in LA that day. You know, I read an article in The Telegraph, and it talked about how the nation needs to... It's about time the nation got behind it and almost tried to make us out as if we're a load of lazy, indifferent individuals. And I'm like, no, indifference is greater than hate. We don't hate them. We just don't give a shit anymore. It's like... Yeah, everyone's, mm. everyone's busy... Doing things, struggling. No, but you know, it's it's not even aspirational. It's just unrelatable. It's like great. Are we supposed to care? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm not. I'm not like. I have no hatred. There you go. Indifference is greater than hate. Yeah, it's kind of like
0: okay, that's happening. And
1: work. It's a bank holiday. Everyone's just going to go out and get pissed. I can't wait for the American correspondence. To be like, his royal head, just majesty is, oh my God, it was so beautiful. I cried. And he reminded me of the queen. He looks like his mother. <laughs> oh, it's so amazing. You know how they do it abroad. Oh, yeah. Abroad, like, because it's they're far removed from the fantasy. Whereas here, it's like, I mean, Buckingham Palace is outside a roundabout. Do you know what I mean? Oh, tea, tea, it's, tea. it's a very different world for us. Oh, of
0: course it is. But you know what? We won't be here when it happens. And we when this episode drops, we will be in America.
1: We will. So that's very, very exciting. Speaking of Buckingham Palace and the Royal Family, do you know something else that really grind my gears? And I spoke about spoke about this to you earlier. Go on. I was in a certain chain supermarket today. And you know what? It went really smoothly, the self-service terminal. But can somebody please explain to me why it's so important? to put something in the bagging area once it's scanned you know when you scan something it goes please place the item in the bagging area no mary if i've scanned it that means i have committed to buying it i'm gonna pay for it why do we need to put it in a certain place i should be able to put it wherever i want Should I know this has been going on for years, and today was the
0: moment. Today I snapped. You were like, "I'm sorry," and then you you left, and you
1: still gave a good review. And put, and, you I know, did um, press the smiley face because the guy you? working was having a great day, and oh, I yeah. smiled. Yeah, even though he charged me 20p for a plastic carrier bag, but we won't yeah, talk about that. It's, it's, bag, it's, all yeah. go, it's all going to you, a good you, cause. You've got to take your own bag. It's all again. for the king's coronation. The king's coronation. coronation. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder whether they're going to have any drag queen gigs going around because they did for the queen's jubilee, didn't they? I mean, like.
0: Um, drag queens at the king's
1: coronation yeah who was at the queen's coronation no when the queen queen's coronation that was like in the 50s i mean who was at
0: the queen's funeral thing
1: no that was no they they weren't booking drag queens (laughs) they weren't booking drag queens for the funeral girl no they were booking queen and in 2022 it was her jubilee so they um were doing drag shows when the fuck was i (laughs) Girl, you were sipping chai. <laughs> oh yeah, something. You know, I. That's when I did the, um, the gig in Manchester um, outside. Which one? <laughs> and with the red dress.
0: Oh, that was for the Queen's Jubilee. That was for the Queen's Jubilee. You better yeah. work.
1: Yeah, and I made those interesting choice of words. I used an interesting choice of words to describe. How the royal family is similar to South Asian families. What? We're not going to repeat that on um, oh. this podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, if you go down um, Canal Street, mm. um, VIA got a poster outside for the King's Coronation. They're making a... Girl, they- Do you know what? The Queen's better make their coin. They're making a whole, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday of it. Oh, fun. Here, oh, but, like, good. Work. That's good to know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I-, I massively believe in the um, LGBT community, regardless of where you stand race creed whatever what you believe in make your coin out of everything
1: yeah regardless of race is age gender belief sex political viewpoint one thing reunites us and that's capitalism oh 100 <laughs> there should be like a drag king show oh my god where is the royal themed drag king oh, show Oh, there's got to be one somewhere there will be you know what if
0: there's not by the time you're listening it's too late mm. you know what we are manifesting that we hope it is and for everyone listening we hope you have a wonderful coronation yeah and a wonderful life
1: yeah (laughs) enjoy the king because this marks a very fine moment in his life he's finally hit puberty so this is great this is big yeah
0: anywho anywho babe i want to ask you i want to ask you something yeah you know recently you know so so right now we actually uh, you did a show in london last night and we we, we got back and it was mm. a very smooth process and i always feel like the drive back from london mm. is always very reflective you know when we're in the car and stuff we have all those hours, we're very reflective aren't we yes you know we, we talk about where we've been where we've come to our ideas our plans our flow of life and um where 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 we're at um essentially and you know it's got me thinking i just want to ask you a few I want to delve questions. into a, kind of um, a few topics because it's a lot that's been on my mind. And one of one of the things is trying to assimilate. So, you know, we I, I believe we're good people.
1: Okay, so we're having a soulful conversation. Yeah, I believe okay. we're
0: good people and I, I do believe that we've strived to be better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, with that, I've always felt, I don't know if it's a teacher in me, you can drag me, you can tell me, why do uh, we mainly me as well always feel the need to you know help other people and always try to bring them up even if it's not reciprocated does that make sense
1: yes 100 percent. what you're asking is we get to a certain stage in our life mm. and we feel the benefits of it yes and Um, the purpose of it and then we want more people to be in a similar position as ourselves because we want to elevate them yeah but we don't understand exactly as to why that is yeah and it can get a little bit frustrating when they are unable to kind of meet you on that journey right Uh uh-huh yeah so I think one of the reasons why is because I think it's a little bit of an evolutionary response I think As a species, one of our great purposes is to survive. And one way in which we survive is by paying it forward. That's that's just, you know, that's just an evolutionary response. It's why straight people have children, frankly. Um, Or at least one to half majority of them. Um, And I think it's the same within the gay community or whoever you are. You know, you kind of want to pass the knowledge on. So I think that's one aspect of it. But then the other aspect is um a spiritual awakening of sorts where you kind of have this moment of oh wait the emperor is not wearing any clothes you know that story of Mm. it's like you know it's like you have that because that story is a metaphor for having a rude awakening yeah you know it's like oh this is what the reality is and then you see things for what it is and then you are able to navigate the world to your benefit to get to where you need to get to and Mm. that that can be quite a journey and so when you see it then you want and then you see people who are where you were at five years ago or you know you see them having the same aspirations as you and so then you want to elevate them or help them at least now that's that's the second reason and then the third one is a spiritual ego i think you almost make your spirituality about yourself not you but one, one can. yeah and so then you start talking in absolute jargon that doesn't quite get to them because they haven't been through the same pathway as you have and no two people are the same necessarily so it can be a little bit um it can be a little bit jarring for a person so it's like yes i'm here but they they can't see where they're at and you know so you're trying to drag them up but they may not feel the need to, or, 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 or um, they, or what they see is the end product. They can't see the journey. But, y- you know, where you're at in life, you have to sort of die a thousand deaths. You, you know, th- there's a lot of development that you have to go through. And that takes a lot of ego breakdown and it takes a lot of harsh realizations. You know, in recent years, one of my harsh realizations was looking in the mirror and going who is this old man? I don't know Mm. this person. When did I become this person? I don't recognize a person in the mirror. And I need to look like the person that I was meant to be rather than what I'm becoming. And that, Mm. that can be quite an ego breakdown. But I think there's people who are unable to put the work in, given where they're at in life. And so you have to, you have to sort of let them be, and that's the hardest thing to do. That's
0: really hard. I, I found this kind of, and, you know, we're always open and honest on the podcast. So I've kind of found this throughout my life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, obviously, I was a teacher before, so that's, you know, part of who I am. Mm-hmm. But it's it always been a case of, like, going through these cycles with people where I'm kind of progressing or elevating myself or becoming a better person or mm-hmm. connected spiritually. And, you know, people... Say, so I want to come on this journey. I'm like, I know how to get you there. Come on, let's go. And then it kind of turns into a situation. I'm talking about, you know, years ago as well, mm-hmm. you know, um, where I've had people and it's turned into a situation where like i become the enemy then. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, 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 mama, I haven't become the enemy. I've tried to bring you up with me, but I, I can't. Like It's almost like shooting the messenger. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm, I'm literally, my hand is out. ready for you to grab a hold of and i'm going to pull you Mm -hmm. but you are unable to allow yourself to clasp my hand yes you're unable to let yourself grab my hands i can pull you through and help you out of this struggle and then it does get to a point where you you can't help someone you can take a horse to
1: water you can't make it drink you can't no you really can't and and it can turn into a little bit of a conflict because people see you as the end product and they want the end product. They're not necessarily interested in the journey, or even if they know the journey, they'd much rather be fixated on the end product and be frustrated uh, uh, as to why they are unable to reach the finished product and be, be subconsciously content in living in that struggle. Yeah. And that can be quite difficult to see. I'll give you an example, you know, with the stuff that i do creatively i've had many people saying yeah i want to go um to x country and i want to perform or i want to um do this many shows or i want to do and i'm like i'm not gatekeep- gatekeeping that i physically can't if you think i can then you are <laughs> massively overestimating yeah. who i am i'm like yeah sure go for it but you know i don't have the heart to say to them um, make sure you're nice, because if you're nice, then people will work with you. You know, you have to recognize other people's privilege and position as well as your own. Make sure you're willing to break yourself down in terms of your talent, you know, make sure you learn the tricks of the trade, make sure you're, you know, and that's all to do with ego breakdown. And people get overwhelmed with that. And they'll go, "Mm, No, I'd rather just you know it's easier to think oh well you're the one who's um, taking all the space or you're the one who's in my way or you're the one who was refusing to help me and that's really that's the only reason why I'm not where I'm at and I'm like no that's not true and you know there are a few gems out there who are like listen I hear what you're saying and I completely agree with you but I don't think it's for me you know And, and and there are people like that and that's absolutely fine as well but it can be a little bit um it can be a little bit tricky in that regard you know Mm. you know something i was just thinking about this as we were talking you know you and i are only one degree of separation away from priyanka chopra work one of the biggest artists in the world yeah we're one degree of separation away and that's crazy so it just goes to show um i don't know how to say but like it just goes to show that you know you keep on doing what you want to do to enable you to get to where you where you want to get, you'll get somewhere. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, if somebody sees that, then come aboard,
0: you know? Yeah. And, you know, I've, I guess I've always found this in my life and it's been a frustration. It's something right now, you know, I always say life is learning and growing. Mm. And right now I'm going through that, another growth mm-hmm. and evolution. I can literally feel it. Yeah. So, you know when you when you feel that moment where you're dying again and you're being reborn, mm. and I can literally feel it, and it's like, hmm, okay, and it's a, a reflection on you know even you know past times like years ago, when, you know everyone has iterations of groups of friendships. That's life. That's yeah. they play chapters. You know, I did have a, a, you know a group of friends where I kind of went forward and lived my truth, and these gay people ended
1: up just settling and marrying women.
0: Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i look and i'm like only why
1: yes but when you knew them they had very similar aspirations to you yes i uh, one of my best friends w- had very similar aspirations to me in terms of creativity maybe even entertainment mm. um maybe he was a little bit more obsessed with popularity than i am but you know it was in a similar sphere we were very much level pegging in our lives completely different directions now babe yeah completely different directions you know he, he, he's found the lord renounced denounced homosexuality and married a woman and i've done very much the opposite and i know he's miserable in his life and you know six to nine months he'll be che- cheating on his wife and living oh, a double-sided double life yeah 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 100 um but somewhere down the line i will be the enemy um, you're probably already the enemy darling yeah. Not line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. online you It's know. wild isn't we, it we, wild. Know,
0: we know we're the enemy to a lot of people.
1: <laughs> Listen this is going to be a short episode So I think maybe we should take a little break yes. now And then we will be back after these short messages We took it all We brought them to our land An endless night
0: Ember hot and icy cold The rage of the earth
1: And we are still brown. We are, we are. We are brown and back on the podcast. And I do want to
0: jump straight into this because I do you know have thoughts on my mind mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about wanting to pull people out and, you know, take them from where they're at in that darkness. You know, my, my next thought is, you know, a, a lot of people talk about their struggle, but they're, they're not actively doing anything to get out of it. Then my next thought is, how bad is the struggle?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or is it down to the fact that, you know how
1: hard you have to work to get out of it and Mm -hmm. you just don't want to. What are your thoughts around this? Well, perception is reality. Mm -hmm. Your perception of life is your reality. And when you have a traumatic upbringing, somewhere down the line, if you don't deal with it, you learn to reason with it and you Mm. learn to live with it. Mm. Even if it means you are going to sleep high as a kite on drugs and you are crying yourself to sleep, you are living that life and you're dealing with it and it becomes a matter of your ego eventually whereby you start reasoning with the abuser and then you start telling yourself that it wasn't as bad as it uh uh, as you thought it was or worse you start saying it's fine oh that's one of the things you can do babe yeah you have the same aspirations as everybody else but you are Unable for whatever reason to put in the legwork to break yourself down, to realize your circumstances and then dig yourself out of them. That's a lot of work. Even from a therapy point of view, you know, if I look back at my time in therapy, I would say, yeah, the therapy sessions may have been six months long or nine months long, however long it was, but the legwork on either side, it was probably like a year and a half. That's Mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah but if i didn't do that and i have seen people do do you know not do it then it's like oh yeah everything's fine yeah my parents you know there's a difference between my parents were strict and my parents were abusive the difference yeah. oftentimes is one is sugarcoating it because you cannot come to accept the fact that a place of love was a place was also a place of abuse of course yeah and then the other one is taking away the ownership of what happened and firmly planting the blame on those people on who it should be. You know, so many of us have had traumatic childhoods, for example. I didn't ask for it. Mm-hmm. I was never responsible for my mistakes as a child. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> Excuse me. I you know, I I have I had I was brought into this world. I didn't ask to be brought into this world. I had basic needs and rights which were violated, okay? Mm-hmm. That wasn't my fault. But it takes mm-hmm. guts to get to that position because then when you take the blame off, then you're able to worry about you and work on you and build you up and be the best version that you can be. When you walk around the world with all of that baggage and you see other people without that baggage, then you start developing a cynical view of that person. Crab mentality builds in and you refuse to acknowledge your own situation and you start clawing and tearing down the other person because you see in them what you lack in yourself and and a lot of that has to do with ego it's difficult it's horrible it's rotten it's, it's wretched, ugly. it's ugly as fuck but that's what it is
0: no that's very true and i, I do find I've, I've kind of found this throughout my life even you know when i was going through my you know career stages in education and even before that and in, in, anyway you know how i've tried to navigate through life it's always you know, i want to be successful in, in my eyes, what my version of success is, which is happiness, which is, you know, whether it was a promotion in a job in the past life or whether it's successful in this way or that way or, you know, making a difference and influencing and inspiring the next generation, you know, as a teacher that I was and I, I still believe, you know, I am. Um, and I, I do find what comes with that is, you know, with the people that you're talking about right now, um, they, they, they will look to you, they'll look at you and, you know, you either become jealous and envious or inspired right mm-hmm. you know and i always say you know jealousy is really ugly don't become that because when you become jealous of what you what you can easily do is just decide that oh you know you know for you for example i could be anyone i could be like oh that's armor lady Bushra, or whatever i'm like oh wow they're doing really well for themselves wow they'll keep you know slaying the game but you know what they're fucking horrible out there Mm. they're just not nice jealousy is a distraction oh from yeah yourself. They're, they're just not nice or you know or they're doing x y and z or blah 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 and it's like oh so then you have put into your mind this negative perception of someone that you don't know mm-hmm. um and that makes you feel better about the situation that you're in it makes you feel better about the shit that's going on around you it makes you feel better that you're not pulling yourself out of the darkness because then you can be like oh this person's successful in whatever way they believe it to be and they're horrible and it just makes it makes you feel better and that's you know completely driven by ego whereas if you're inspired mm. i would be like okay this is armor okay great this person's you know got a, a, a successful podcast so you know they're on that and all the brand stuff they do fantastic they've got a relationship great wow this person is a brown person has really broke through the uk drag scene how have they done that Oh wow, they produce their own shows. Oh wow, they're continuously producing, you know, high quality content. Now they're doing this. Now they're doing that. Now they're pushing this, and they're working and they're sewing and they're doing this. I'm like, I'm so inspired by this. This is what it takes. Okay, the um the the models already there, mm-hmm. and I want to become. I want to I want to be that bit. I want to do that. You know,
1: let's replicate it. You know, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> You don't need to reinvent the wheel. I agree with you. What I do disagree with, however, is the replication. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, what, I don't mean it like
0: that. I think. Sorry, I
1: should have reworded it. I mean, like, not replicate
0: and copy what you do, mm-hmm. but be inspired and do it in your own way.
1: Yeah, it's all right to be inspired. Um, yeah, it's all right to be inspired. But I think when it comes to all of that, there's two sides to it. You know this person's doing this and this is happening, blah, blah, blah. blah. There's that. And then there's another aspect where it's like, well, I've done it. And then I need to go out and I need to save more souls. You can't do either. The best thing you can do, whether whether you are the person trying to save other souls or whether you are the person who is trying to... um, be somebody the best thing that you can do is worry about yourself and you is... have to continue to keep on working on yourself and if you work on yourself then yes you may well inspire other people and if you work on yourself and be the best version of yourself then that you becoming an inspiration will help save other people inevitably or at least elevate them you
0: know no you're completely right and that is something i know and it's again something i'm going through Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The learning. And that's why I'm being completely honest and open. Do you know, so people listening know like, you're never there. Whatever mm. there is, it doesn't exist. Mm. You're, you're constantly going through growth pains. And you, mm. I, I'm able to, because I broke down my ego so much, I'm able to, you know, ever step outside myself, look in and be like, okay, this is what's going on right now. Mm. How, how do we resolve this mm. issue? And it doesn't mean it's going to happen like, like that.
1: Mm. Also, you don't need to... You don't, you rarely need to reach out to a person to seek answers. The answers are already out oh, there. there. The number of people who I'm inspired by, I'm not in daily contact with them at all. Very rarely will I need to pick up the phone or see somebody and say, How? Very, very, very rarely. The vast majority of the time, you've just got to look. You've yeah, just yeah. got to look, do your research. The answers are all there. I mean, you know, I'm watching Bollywood films from like the 50s and 60s and they have contour on, you know? I I don't need to tear the next bitch next to me. I don't need to tear her down and make her feel like crap and try and take what's hers. No, it's already out there. You Mm. you don't need to do any of that. Worry about you. Be inspired, but the inspirations are all around you. Don't fixate just on one person. Be yourself. uh, Be inspired and thrive.
0: Yeah, and and I know that's what it's like. Another learning is not worrying about what people aren't doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been victim to, not victim, I've been, you know, a part of this. And again, it comes back to, you know, upbringing and Korea and, you know, like, seeing the potential in someone. Mm -hmm. You know, I love seeing the potential in someone and seeing if I can help them in any way. And then I get caught up in it. And then it's like, okay, now take a step back. Don't worry about what they're not doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you know why are you worried about what other people are not doing why are you making it your problem all the time mm. why are you letting it affect your life by the way when i say this shit i'm always talking to myself people yeah you know and it is dragging yourself and be like no no, 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 no it's not yours and if people want to make it a matter of ego or jealousy or bitterness sourness towards you just know that energy you put into the universe is the energy you get back. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what people think of you. Mm-hmm. That's none of your business. I also, you know, it's like, girl, why are you telling me what someone's saying about me? I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I it is none of my business unless it's gonna affect my bags mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's gonna affect my livelihood. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. I, I don't. I don't need to know. Full I th- stop. Yeah, I think if somebody asks for help, then by all means, if it's within your capacity, help them. I think when it comes to, um, sometimes it can become a crutch in particular relationships. And then the crutch of the relationship is constantly talking about how everyone's going to make it and how everyone's going to do blah, blah, blah. And it's almost like a people-pleasing thing. And I've realized that that is actually a replication of a toxic cycle because at some point in their lives, that person would have had to say all of those correct answers in order to please their parents. And then they kind of replicate you and put you in a parental position. Mm -hmm. And so that means that they are constantly trying to please you by just giving you just, uh, saying the things that they think you want to hear, but then also they make you as a soft target in terms of treating you like the way they wish they could treat their parents in terms of confrontation. So it becomes this weird, um, toxic space. And it's like, I'm not your parent. You don't need to please me. You just be you, you do your thing and, you know, be inspired, but be true to yourself work
0: yeah i love that
1: I absolutely love that i, I know this
0: uh, and these next episodes are a bit shorter mm-hmm. due to um the
1: schedule of our life right now so how is how do you feel going <sighs> stateside because it's you know i keep saying this but covid has subsided oh yeah i don't care if we're if more people are turning positive i don't care about the vaccine situation that's none of my business but on a Spiritual societal level, COVID has ended. We are back into 2019. Hello, look at your watch. It's 2019. Things have gone very pre-pandemic levels yeah, now. Any yeah. sort of cost of living, any energy crisis, any you can blame it on two things: um Brexit and Brexit and yeah. Brexit. <laughs> we're back again. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's got nothing to do with the pandemic, in my personal opinion. I think we're we're back. So I think water has found its level and we have found ourselves in a very different position. So like now we're going to North America, but we're not going as a holiday. It's not even a working holiday, which is going for work. Do you know what I mean? And that's very, and I know many people may take that for granted and it's just normal for them to whiz in and out. And we, we have friends who do that all the time, you know, they fly halfway across the world all the time. Um, but that's not common for us. So this is no. a very different space. And also, we very much take our applause wherever we go. We're like, wow, plain, even though, you know. We anyway. we enjoy
0: every aspect of life. Mm. That's what it is, babe. Yes. We enjoy every aspect of life. We look forward to every day.
1: How are you feeling about going to North America? Um,
0: I, I'm, I feel like it's correct. I Ooh, feel okay. um, excited, but like chill, more chill now, because I feel like we kind of should do what we do over here, over there as well. Okay. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to Los Angeles cause I've never been before. And you know, I've mentioned in the podcast before It's a dream of mine to see the Hollywood sign, okay. you know? So like that will be absolutely incredible. And to be in the sun for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it's just gonna be um fantastic and fabulous. And I can't wait for the next iteration evolution of who we're gonna become.
1: I can't wait to become an LA gay. Oh, which I'm already there. I think well, I don't think I'm qualified. I don't think that that I have the body type to be an Girl, LA you gay. You can be whatever you want. Okay, we're talking LA, okay? okay. You 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 have the you have, you can qualify as being an LA gay, but I, I do not qualify as being an LA gay. But I think that that's the hilarity of it because when I go, I'm just gonna act like as if I am an LA gay. I can't wait to get involved in like the local drama. Do you oh know my god, I mean? can you believe like what she did? I'm gonna be like, oh my god, so he was in this Broadway, and blah, 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 and I'm doing something with Landel Bloom. Like, do you know what I mean? I I want everyone to be um um I want a frenzy around me. They think that I'm the next hot thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm related to Priyanka Chopra. Oh my god, I hate you. I really I wanna do wait. that. I can't Do you remember the time that? we were in New York and we were in, I think, Industry Bar and there was a Broadway actor? Yes. And he just sat next to us and he was like, You guys look fun. You guys look interesting. What's up with that? And we were like, Please leave us alone and don't take our money. Yeah. <laughs> we are here. Americans are different. I love I them. I love them, though. I know. I love how
0: upfront they are.
1: Yeah. Unless they're your neighbors. Oh, girl, let's not go there. Let's not go into that. No. no. Well, this has been a wonderful episode. Thank you so, so much. It's been correct. Yes, thank you so, so much, everyone, for your continued love and support. The podcast is charting in many, many countries. We've recently been nominated for a... National, National Diversity, National Diversity for Positive Award. Role Model. You can Positive click a link Role in our bio model. and fill
0: in something and uh,
1: push it through. Yes, and genuinely, thank you so, so much for your love and support. We really appreciate it. Why? Because we love you. But you, you don't, don't love, love me. me.
0: Bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. For all the latest happenings, you can follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me boys. That is at You Don't Love Me boys.